Ooh, girl, turn that up. What song is this? Girl, this my song. You don't know this? I don't think so. Let me turn it up. Okay. I like this. Girl, right? Girl, this is my jam. Hello, and welcome back to my Sister's Jam podcast. This is episode 13, and I'm your host, Camille. And of course, I am here with your other lovely host, my big sister, Missy. Hey, girl. I'm in here. Hey, girl. She in this thing. <laughs> we got our drinks, y'all. So if y'all follow us on socials, I posted earlier today about uh, the drink I was looking for in the Walmart. And I settled on farm fresh fruit wine or something it's called. It's called farm fresh something. This it sounds apple, delicious. I guess it's an apple wine. They had a lot of flavors, mango, peach, blackberry, and cranberry and all kind of stuff. I chose apple. It is 12% alcohol. If y'all was worried about it being too sweet and low alcohol content, it was 12%. So I was like, okay, I can try it out. It's decent. It's given like I don't know, apple, pinot grigio vibes. I don't know. It's mm. all right. I probably won't buy it again, but it was good enough. It's good it enough. It was good enough. All right. Yep. That's, it's good that's cool. enough. <laughs> I thought you were about to say blackberry molasses. Blackberry molasses. Okay. <laughs> no, not blackberry molasses. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> wait, wait. I get my drink. Sister, what you drinking? Your usual? I got my usual girl. Sounds good as always. Well, listeners, on today's episode, we'll be discussing some of our favorite jams to sing at karaoke bars. Woo! Let's hey! <laughs> Come on through karaoke. Hey, hey, hey. Now, be sure to stick around to hear some shout outs to some of our listeners and social media followers. We could be calling your name. And if you haven't been engaging with our accounts, answering polls and Q&As on our Spotify episodes, you definitely want to start doing that. As you never know what surprise we might come up with for those that talk to us as much as we talk to y'all. Hmm, you never right. know, Shadi. You never know. <laughs> All right. We may have made it to that point in yes. our little podcast journey. Maybe. <laughs> so just as a reminder, y'all, the songs discussed in today's episode will, as always, be linked in the show notes with playlists to Spotify, Tidal, and Apple Music. So head to the show notes to get those playlists. Um, and also we'll post fun facts and content about the songs throughout the week on our Instagram and Facebook pages. So keep an eye out for that too. Now today, in lieu of this day in music history facts, I thought we could share some fun facts about karaoke itself. So are we ready? I'm so ready. I am excited for this. Let's go. Good. Karaoke first originated at a bar in a small Japanese town called Kobe. The first karaoke machine, called the Juke 8, was invented in 1971. Billie Jean by Michael Jackson is the world's most popular karaoke song. The biggest ever karaoke party happened in Tennessee in August of 2009, where 160,000 people all sang Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. 
The word karaoke means empty orchestra in Japanese, in other words, meaning singing without music. And those are our rapid fire karaoke fun facts. Woo! Wow, I love them. And I had no idea that Billie Jean is the world's most popular karaoke song. Wow. I didn't either. I didn't even think about that song when thinking of my jams for today. But I mean, I Me guess neither. that would be a good one. Yeah, it would. It definitely would. Yeah. That would be a good one. Sure. When, what makes a good karaoke song slash good karaoke performance? Let's talk about that before we get into the jams. Because I feel like there's a few things that like are non-negotiable when it comes to choosing your karaoke song. Right. One of which is it has to be a well-known song. Like, cause you need people right. to join in and sing along. So it can't, you can't just be singing no album cuts and you know, you can't you do know, that. Sing <laughs> it for yourself. And everybody's right. just this sitting there like, this is not about mm. your favorite song. This is about <laughs> a crowd pleasing song. Okay. I think that's important. Right. Also, it can't be a buzzkill. Like don't sing some sad breakup type stuff and you about right. to make everybody get sober in the bar and it's just like no don't do that right unless you had a sad bar now if you had a sad bar okay <laughs> maybe i guess or maybe like if it, you know say if it's valentine's day but then you really a buzzkill i don't know but <laughs> right just, don't like, be a buzzkill yeah like check the thing yeah, read the room get, and... read the room feel the vibes <laughs> and just follow that exactly and then also i don't think you should actually be a good singer and and sing karaoke like, it's not for you. It's it's karaoke. It's not American Idol. Like, go sit down if you could sing for real. Nobody wants that. Ain't nobody trying to, ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis, okay? <laughs> like, just sit down. If you could actually sing, you, you'll have your time somewhere else. Like, like ain't nobody coming to see you no show talent. off. <laughs> exactly. Like, let us have so. fun with our terrible voices. Okay. Hilarious. So I feel like those are, are my karaoke requirements, at least when I think about it. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all right. let us know. What Maybe your we'll ask y'all what your karaoke requirements. That'll <laughs> exactly. be the Q and A. Hey, y'all answer. Yes, because yes. yes, we want to yes, know. Because I really want to know. <laughs> well, now that we've uh, got the housekeeping out of the way, sister, are you ready to jump into your very first karaoke jam? We ready for the jams, then? We Let's ready. Go. Well, my first karaoke jam is before I let go. By Maze featuring Frankie Beverly. Hey. Released in 1981 from their fifth album, the live album, Live in New Orleans. Before I Let Go was the second single from this record. And it actually wasn't live. It was a studio recording mm -hmm. that just was featured on this live album. Written and produced by lead singer Frankie Beverly, the hit peaked at number 13 on the Billboard R&B singles chart. Now, this is one of my favorite karaoke jams because its impact on the culture is undisputed because mm -hmm. it's a must play at all of the black cookouts, the family reunions, the car parties, wherever you at. Right. The everything. The, the all the things <laughs> in our culture, like it's a must. Now, the first few notes of Before I Let Go start playing and everybody lose their mind and start dancing and singing <laughs> along like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm not going to sing it because I can't get high up there like Frankie Beverly. Don't nobody do it like you. But you know that first note I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to just leave it at that. <laughs> Girl, this karaoke. We finna sing today. Sing it. <laughs> sing it. <laughs> 
Now, while the instrumentation to the song is upbeat and it puts you in a good, joyous mood and all that, the lyrics are anything but happy. Mm-hmm. And it's a song about breaking up and letting someone that you used to love go because your feelings for them aren't the same anymore. Now, I don't think I've ever heard a breakup song, sister, that's so fun and vibey. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I, are we celebrating the breakup? Like, are, it seems like we're happy I mean, about the breakup. <laughs> I mean, and that happens. That is a mm-hmm. thing. Maybe we are celebrating the fact mm-hmm. that, you know, you head up out of here. Maybe you're dancing <laughs> out the house. I don't know. You don't know. Um, in an interview with Essence Magazine, Frankie talked about the inspiration behind the lyrics. And he mentioned how he was dating a fellow musician named Dolores Marie DeMarie Warren, who was from the disco group Alton McLean and Destiny who later died in a car crash in 1985 when she was just 33. Hmm. But he was, he was dating her, but he had just come out of a previous relationship with someone that he was still in love with. Um. So he found himself in a situation where he was no longer with the woman he wanted to be with. And yet he couldn't stay with this woman that he was seeing because He was struggling to fully let go of this past relationship. So basically, you know, you're jumping from relationship to relationship before fully processing and getting your bearings about what's happening, you know, in this previous relationship, like a lot of people do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you see that all too often in these dating streets. (laughs) I won't say what I really want to say about that. But you know, it we'll happens. Keep going. <laughs> we'll keep right on talking and we'll say, We got you, Frankie. This not a relationship podcast. Right. <laughs> Sometimes it is. Sometimes it might have to be, but today right. it's not. Today it's a karaoke podcast. Is that fair? It's a karaoke music podcast. That's right. And that is my first favorite karaoke jam. It's it's kind of a vibe. It is definitely a karaoke vibe. It definitely is. It's definitely a vibe and I love it. Well, on to my first karaoke jam. Now, y'all, I should I should just give a disclaimer right at the top of my jams. I would like to consider myself a slight karaoke aficionado. <laughs> I'm oh, a karaoke okay. connoisseur. I'm really not, but I do do karaoke a lot. If I drink enough and karaoke is available, I'm going to do it. So We need to go to more <laughs> karaoke bars together. Let us. Let us do that, okay. please. Okay. Yes, I would love that. Yes. I'm going to do karaoke. If I have right. two and a half drinks or more, I'm right. doing karaoke. I'm going to get up there. <laughs> I'm on the stage already. You, I, you don't see me? I'm on the stage. So, yeah, with that being said, most of the jams I'm sharing, I have really performed <laughs> because I gets down with the karaoke. Okay. I can help. So, My first karaoke jam is Crazy in Love, a song recorded by American singer Beyonce, featuring a rap verse and ad-libs from her future husband at the time, Jay-Z, from her (laughs) debut solo album, Dangerously in Love, released in 2003. Now, the song was released as the album's lead single on May 14th of 03 through Columbia Records and Music World Entertainment. Using samples from the Shy Lights 1970 song, are you my woman tell me so crazy in love is a pop hip-hop and r&b love song that incorporates elements of soul and 1970s style funk music 
<laughs> now the song was universally acclaimed with music critics praising the hook jay-z's contribution and beyonce's assertive vocals vh1 declared it the greatest song of the 2000s decade while rolling stone ranked it at number 16 on their list of the 500 greatest songs of all time in 2021 and in 2018 they declared it the they declared the song the greatest of the 21st century so far so pretty cool very good yeah now at the 46th annual grammy awards in 04 crazy in love won grammy awards for best r&b song and best rap song collaboration in the uk beyonce became the third female artist to top the uk singles chart and uk albums chart simultaneously following mariah carey in 94 and kylie minogue in 2001 so pretty cool again the song was oh, killing it about kylie minogue you can't be forgetting about kylie oh <laughs> let me get back on <laughs> right <laughs> now including beyonce's career with destiny's child crazy in love became her third number one single in the uk and was the only song to top the charts in the uk and the u.s simultaneously in 2003 killing it all over the world okay really okay yes Yes. Now the single was certified nine times platinum. So Dang. clearly a jam. Clearly we liked it. The now, people liked it. The people were for Crazy in Love, okay? Yes, they were. So my personal anecdote here. I remember a time when I performed Crazy in Love in karaoke at Six Flags Great America in Gurney, Illinois. I had right. to be well, I don't know how old I was, probably like 20 i don't know some mm-hmm. age younger than 21 because i was not intoxicated so i was not 21 i know that for a fact and i was doing karaoke then y'all sober so y'all know that i do this okay that I do the karaoke this. love is real the karaoke love is real so i i didn't even know they had karaoke at six flags but i get off a roller coaster me and my friends we out there get off the ride we see the stage it's like oh okay they do a karaoke i'm gonna sign up naturally so I go over there, I sign up. I want to do crazy in love. <laughs> now they tell me the wait is like, it's going to be like an hour before it's my turn. I'm like, all right, that's cool. So it's kind of close to like some little places you can get some food, yada, yada. So we grab some food in the meantime. And then y'all like my stomach just decides to start hurting. And y'all don't know me well enough to know that my stomach be hurting all the time, but it does. So my stomach starts hurting. I don't know if it was the ride. I don't know if it was the food. I don't know what it was, but I'm like, about to blow if you know mm-hmm. what i mean okay mm-hmm. so then it's my turn <laughs> and i'm still wondering if i'm about to um vom vomit mm-hmm. so they're calling my name and i'm like well shoot i mean i gotta do it i'm acting like i am beyonce like i have to perform <laughs> for, perform even though i'm about to up chuck like, over here maybe i, I could just be anyway. like never mind y'all can skip me because it's not that deep but no <laughs> I'm like, I'm finna get up here and I'm perform. I sign my name on the list. It's my turn. I'm getting up here. So I get on the stage. My friend Shelby, she get up there with me. She about to be my hype man. She she fat man scoop. She everybody, right? So she she getting up there to be the hype man. And I do this whole song, y'all. I, the rap verse, the singing, the everything. And I still feel like I'm about to throw up. Why did I think it was that important to keep singing this song? I don't know. However, I made it through the whole song. I did not throw up. And people were like stopping me throughout the freaking amusement park for the rest of the day. Like, I saw you do karaoke. That was great. And I'm like, thanks. 
y'all don't know what I went through. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Y'all really don't know what I went through, but it was lit. And um, there was some video footage at some point, but I never saw it. But oh. that is my story for Crazy in Love karaoke. It was lit and I didn't throw up. So it was very lit. Yay. Yay. It's <laughs> my first yeah. What a fun karaoke in the public. Yes, Six Flags with a very large audience. I was like, I am Beyonce. Y'all can't tell me nothing. I was Beyonce that day. I was Beyonce. The show goes on. It don't matter that I'm about to throw a photo all over this mic. It don't matter. Ain't nobody going to be able to sing after me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the struggle. You shut it down. Uh, Yeah, I'm with it, sister. (laughs) But it was great. It was great. I enjoyed it. (laughs) Yay! Uh, it's a good karaoke song though it was on like 80,000 lists that we were looking at so mm-hmm. yes so it works on to my second chair yes please my second karaoke song that I love but have not performed is I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts mm-hmm. now let's make it happen <laughs> I know right let's go I already let's let's go and we'll report back y'all I Love Rock and Roll was released in December of 1981 as their lead single from the album of the same name. Now, their version is actually a cover done originally in 1975 by the British rock band, The Arrows, which I listened to. And it's also a bop, Hmm. I, I must say. Okay. But the version by Joan Jett is definitely the most well known version. It was released in 1981. In December, actually, in Australia and New Zealand by Liberation Records label. And it was released in Canada by Boardwalk Entertainment. The song went on to become the band's highest charting hit, reaching number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 for seven weeks, which is Mm. huge. Yeah. And it was the third biggest hit of 1982. It also went platinum two times over in the States from physical sales, and it sold over 1.8 million digital copies and was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 2016. Yes. Now, the former Record World magazine once stated that the track has anthem qualities and heroic guitar riffs. And literally the best way to describe it because it is an anthem because it's like you kind of doing that stomp clap you know beat that it got going on a little bit you know i love rock and roll that is an anthem like everybody is going to come in yes (laughs) and sing put another dime in the jukebox baby everybody's going to sing that line and so even if they don't know any other part, like they're right, going you know to sing. <laughs> right, you know that part. And I think that's what makes a good anthem, right? Yes. A catchy chorus. Mm-hmm. Like I just said, the chorus is catchy. It's easy for everyone to join in. Even if you haven't heard the whole song, you know that part. Exactly. And so you're going to come in and sing it. And for me personally, I am always here for singing badass female rockers like i just love seeing female rockers here for it here for it i feel like i always have so that is my second karaoke jam i love that song 
before? Yes, I picked. Oh, okay. I'm okay. a karaoke person, so oh, I've that's right, it. that's right. Of course, I've of course definitely heard people singing it. It's a yes. perfect karaoke song because everybody knows it. It's, right. Yep. It's a vibe. It's definitely a vibe. A pop and people love foot I feel like. You know, yeah. You know, like we will, we will rock you. That's yeah, yeah. With the foot stomps and it's just like yeah. everybody gonna like sing that. Like, yeah. yeah, like okay, sure. <laughs> we will stomp our feet with you. Yes, anytime. <laughs> so I love it. My second jam, one of my absolute favorite ones to do in karaoke, is Tyrone, a song recorded by American singer Miss Erica Badu. And it was Literally. recorded. It was recorded during a concert in 1997. Now it was released as the lead single from her live album "Live" on October 27th of 97 by Kadar Records and Universal Records. Mm-hmm. She has performed this for the encore during concerts, and many consider it to be her signature song. Now, on an appearance on the Tamron Hall show. Erica revealed how the timeless track was created and the inspiration behind its inception. She said, my sister and I always imitated our aunts. They would be fussing and talking about a guy and what he needs to do better. You know, tearing him down. That was my homage to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, that's hilarious because mm-hmm. we all have been sat around and, and heard them aunties talking they talk. <laughs> listen to our aunties mm-hmm. dog and food. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> One of our favorite pastimes. Truly. So Badu continued, I was freestyling, but they were taking me serious. They were saying, Erica Badu's man bashing. It's not man bashing. If you throw a rock in a crowd, a hit dog will holler. Mm-hmm. We didn't all heard that before, ain't we? <laughs> a hit Listen. dog gone holler every time. Now, in 2021, when she appeared on the Fader Uncovered podcast, Erica said that the song was originally just a little groove she and her band would do while they were rehearsing. Oftentimes, she would just sing whatever came to her mind, but the groove officially turned into a song while at a live performance, like I mentioned in '97. Now, y'all. This is definitely my go-to karaoke jam, okay? I will sing this every time I do karaoke. Now, I might mm-hmm. just sing one song in a, in a night of karaoke, and this will be it. Sometimes I'll sing multiple songs, but this one's going to be first. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is such a popular karaoke choice, at least around here, that the mm-hmm. DJs actually have to limit the number of people that can sign up to sing it. Really? Now that makes sense since she's from Mm -hmm. here. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I think one time a DJ actually told me that he couldn't let anybody sing it at all. Like, I think they was just like, we taking a break from Tyrone being sang, period. Mm. Like, we just not gonna do this at all. I'm like, this is crazy because this is a a classic. Right. I love doing this song for karaoke because she's kind of just like talking. She's not really singing, singing Mm -hmm. on the song. Mm -hmm. It's more talking. So it's perfect for people like me with no singing abilities. (laughs) And also everybody knows and loves this jam. Like I said, that's very important. So people always end up singing along and therefore they're not really focusing on my lack of singing ability. So it works out for me. (laughs) Because everybody got a Tyrone story. If you got a lot of women in the room. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) 
And I remember one time people actually, again, told me I did good when I was headed back to my seat. I'm like, y'all got to be drunk already because I know this was not good. And just like the Six Flags people, I'm like, what are y'all saying? Like, that was awesome. I'm like, but it wasn't. Y'all just partying together. That's why karaoke is so bomb. Exactly. (laughs) You did amazing. I did not do amazing, but I love the energy. Y'all just filling these drinks. Okay. (laughs) Hey, thank you. Shots, shots, shots. Okay. That's just whatever. Because I, I clearly y'all just turned and y'all you, you didn't hear me much at all. But the vibes were there. It's about the vibes yes. of karaoke. So that's yes. I my love friends. It. <laughs> my second karaoke jam. <laughs> and a perfect karaoke jam. At that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, on to my third jam, which is an ultimate crowd pleaser. This is how we do it by Montel hey. Jordan. This is how we do Hey. I mean, ultimate karaoke. Yes. Now, this is how we do it was the debut single by American singer-songwriter Montel Jordan. And do you know, for a minute, I forgot that this was his first song. Mm, I, I really forgot, forgot that, too. I was like, wait, this was his first song? Okay. I'm out swinging. Come on. Right. <laughs> And it was released in 1995 as the lead single from his debut album of the same name under the Def Jam Recordings label. It became a monster hit, peaking at number one in at least four different countries, including the U.S., where it stayed at number one for seven consecutive weeks, knocking Madonna's Take a Bow out of the top spot. Mm, Impressive. Right. The song famously included a drum beat sample from Slick Rick's classic hip hop jam, Children's Story, and it earned Montel a Grammy nomination in 1996 for Best Male R&B Vocal Performance. Mm-hmm. The song was representative of the hip hop soul sound that was popular at that time, and it definitely was, and it was fire. <laughs> right. And okay. it had a great blend of R&B, hip hop, kind of new Jack Swing sound to it. Now, what makes it a great karaoke song, in my opinion, is we have a track here, once again, where the chorus is infectious, right? And it's mm-hmm. almost like a chant. This is how we do it. Like, <laughs> yes. ay, ay, ay. It just calls so, for people to sing it. Like, sing along. Right. It's a sing-along song. Like, yeah. Perfectly put, sister. Like, perfectly mm-hmm. put. It it just made everybody want to get out on the dance floor. And it was so well known. And like, I mean, it was just like this ultimate crossover jam, you know? Yep. If you do this one in karaoke, almost everyone is going to start singing along with you. Like, yes. it is a given. The old and young, like, and, and old, I ain't talk, I'm talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm talking about us folks that was, oh my you know, word. dancing to it when it came out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but the young ones too, like they know it because it's in mm-hmm. commercials, it's on TV shows, it's it's everywhere, and so that's just going to be one of those songs that stay around forever. Now, yeah. sister, I know you remember that. You know, Martin, the show Martin, mm-hmm. when they would have like those little bloopers at the end, like uh-huh. <laughs> with the rolling credits. And that was this one episode where Martin kept saying that one part, gotta get your groove on. <laughs> 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 that I'm always singing yeah. to you and getting on your nerves. 
Martin is unnecessarily stupid. Okay. Yeah, I love him. Because why? Why is it so funny? It don't even take girl, nothing for him to be funny. I have got to find that and it post it on our social. Because girl, if that was not so hilarious. <laughs> it was. I'm gonna watch the Martin tonight, matter of fact, because right, he is a fool. <laughs> a fool. We yes, probably I do need an episode that. just on Martin. Listen. We, can, we can make it about music somehow. I can say, be say how we love the theme song. Yeah, that well, is we true. like the theme song, but then just and be then. talking about the show. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But yes, but I remember that hilariousness. <laughs> and that is my third jam. That's your third jam. Before I get in my fourth jam, I just something crossed my mind. Another thing. Another oh, I think you're your third record. jam, sister. What I say? Oh, y'all know Fourth. I can't count. I, this is the second time I think I done did this. She's <laughs> trying to rush us, y'all. Before I get to whatever jam is next, my third jam. <laughs> Something crossed my mind. Another karaoke requirement. That is timing. Depending on the song you pick, you have to do it at the right time of night. You have to assess the crowd, their level of intoxication, the vibe. And make sure you're doing your song at the right time. So if you got there a little bit late, you signed up late, it's 17 people on the list before you, you know it's going to be close to the end of the night when you do your song. So, like, you got to you got to make good decisions. This is important. It's an art to this thing. You can't just it's get a strategy, up and do right. thing, y'all. Okay, so right. that's all. I just Very good. That. Very, Very good. good. Understood? All right. <laughs> so, my third jam is Case of the X, sometimes subtitled, What You Gonna Do? I'm just going to call it Case of the X. Okay. Yes. This is a song by American singer Maya. It was released as the second single from Maya's second studio album, Fear of Flying, in 2000. The song received generally mixed reviews from contemporary music critics and was Maya's breakthrough hit, both stateside and internationally. Now, Case mm-hmm. of the X became a top five hit on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 for the week of December 2nd of 2000 peaking and spending three consecutive weeks at number two. Now, internationally, the single topped the Australian ARIA singles chart for two consecutive weeks in March of 2001 and peaked at number three in the United Kingdom. Now, funny fact, and I call it funny, but it's kind of not funny. It's kind of unfortunate, but interesting fact. (laughs) When asked about filming the music video, Maya laughed and remarked, it was literally hell. During filming, a wardrobe malfunction had occurred on set where the studs Maya and her dancers wore didn't have any lining on the opposite sides, which caused the crew to get cut up on their skin while simultaneously getting sunburnt with sand getting in their sunburns and in their scrapes. Sounds That's horrendous. <laughs> Who thought these costumes through? Why you got some raw back uh, studs you... up against my skin trying to kill me? How do you have a costume like that with no lining? What That's... are you doing? Somebody really dropped the ball. That was the beginning of people not really doing their jobs. Me and my sister always talk about how people don't do their jobs nowadays. <laughs> and that must have been the start. Because who the fashion designer clearly was just like, I'm just going to throw some stuff together and let y'all put it on. And now your skin getting cut up because the studs there's no lining to protect you insane 
Anyway, okay. so Maya noticed, Maya noted that it was a very painful video regarding our skin and having to do take after take in hot weather. However, she still gushed and shared that the video was fun because she was so excited to do those really fierce dance moves and show personality. So overall, mm-hmm. it, went, it was okay, I guess. But like, please don't cut me up clothing. That's not good. <laughs> All bad. So I performed case of the x at karaoke on halloween a couple years ago actually this is fairly recent i think two years ago i did mm-hmm. the song and there is actually video footage of this one i do have that um i might post it on on our socials maybe we'll see but i will spare y'all the audio i'll go on and put the real song over it <laughs> so y'all don't what? have to hear me singing it there was the point of I don't know if y'all want to hear. We'll see. I'll think about it. I might have to have a couple drinks before I make the post and then I feel okay with y'all hearing it. (laughs) Okay. We'll see. But I will shout out my homegirl, Susanna, for getting all the angles in the video and cheering me on and hyping me up. So if I do put the audio from the video, y'all will hear her in the background like, yes, yes. Because that (laughs) is what a real friend should do. Okay, That's when right. you are doing karaoke, if your friends are not hyping you up, they're not really even your friends. Okay, that's right. <laughs> That's right. Because why are they even so, now? You know, she shouldn't even be there if you're not gonna support me. Like you listen, but yes, <laughs> uh, we'll see if I can if I can share that with, with y'all this week. We'll see. But that okay. was my third jam. That is definitely a jam. Now what is it that she wants? Mm-hmm. Tell me what, what is it that she needs. I mean, because what does she want? What does she need? I mean, why is she calling you? Because why is she calling you? What does she? What does she want? I mean, Listen. y'all don't have no kids, so <laughs> didn't share no mutual friends. Okay, so listen. All of these are good questions. Good questions. These are questions that need answers. Okay. Who? Who? On to your to my fourth jam. Which is, Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. So as y'all can see, I am deep in my 80s baby bag deep for my karaoke jams. And as an 80s baby and a lover of 80s music, I would have been ultra lame <laughs> if I did not include this classic on my list. So here it Truly. is. <laughs> it is a classic. It is a classic. It deserves to be here. It does. Everybody Wants to Rule the World was released in March of 1985 by the British band because, once again, the British bands stayed doing it Mm -hmm. in the 80s. Even after that, but, like, y'all stayed doing it in the 80s. Like, nobody else. This was their third single from their album, Songs from the Big Chair, and became one of their signature songs, along with Shout, which we've mentioned in a previous episode. Mm Mm-hmm. The song was a smash hit, peaking at number two in the UK, in Ireland, and in Australia, and number one in Canada, New Zealand, and here in the US, topping four different Billboard charts. I freaking love this song. (laughs) And if we got any movie buffs out here, me and sister love the movie, um, Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> oh and i remember this song playing on some part in the movie i think they were at, like at the actual reunion at Maybe this point so. 
I'm Christy Masters Christensen. Wait a minute. I was just finna say, all I remember from them at the reunion is her saying, I'm Christy, Christy Masters, Masters Christensen. Hmm. <laughs> if you don't get out of here, don't nobody catch you marry that weird looking dude. Christy Masters Christensen. Oh my god, that part will never not be funny. Oh my god. It will gosh, never y'all. not be funny. Please go so, watch this movie. Please go watch the movie. <laughs> number one, it's an ultimate for 80s music lovers. And number two, it's just free. It's just a hilarious movie. A hilarious movie. <laughs> oh my word. Anyway. <laughs> so those that no. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Those that know Tears for Fears, their voices are phenomenal. And the synth pop instrumentation is a fave, as we discussed in our classic rock episode. If you have not listened to it, go and listen. That was my birthday present for my birthday. My sister hung in there with me and did some classic rock with me. Yes. Now, while the song's lyrics have been interpreted as a Cold War anthem, and details the desire that humans have for control and power, the song still manages to still sound beautiful with a contagious chorus. Again. Again. The most important ingredient for a good karaoke song. I think so. Everybody wants to rule the world. Everybody knows that line. Classic 80s hit. Yes. That just yes. sounds like the 80s. That's like one of the songs that I'm like, this defines 80s music for me. Absolutely. Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, and Shout, like those two songs of theirs. Mm-hmm. Defining 80s. Defining yes. 80s music. They are going to be on the list, period. For period. sure. I love and that. that is my fourth jam. Can't wait to hear you perform that when we go sing karaoke together soon. Yes, ma'am. Yes. It's going to be lit. Yes, it will. <laughs> My fourth jam is Monster. This is a song by American hip hop recording artist Kanye West. It was released as the third single from his fifth studio album, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, in 2010. The song features rappers Jay Z. Rick Ross and Nicki Minaj, along with indie folk group Bon Iver. All five credited acts have writing credits on the Posse Cut, with the production handled by West and Mike Dean. The instrumental is atmospheric and drum heavy, and the lyrics reflect influences from horror films, creating an eerie composition which drew critical comparisons to the Michael Jackson track Thriller. Mm-hmm. Eh, I guess it could be compared to that, but. Nothing but not really. really come the thriller but you know not really all I right yeah jam, but let's not get carried away but okay right right um, just because it was eerie I, it's the only thing that was similar but okay mm-hmm. now monster was promoted with a music video directed by jake nava the music video is inspired by again horror films and extensively features gothic and horror related imagery including references to michael jackson's thriller so Mm. i guess that's where they got that from the video kind of plays on it too 
Mm-hmm. But the video features references to horror cult films such as American Psycho and Saw, as well what? as the supposedly haunted painting, The Hands Resist Him. I've mm. never heard of this painting, but I'm a little bit sad. Look, I'm going to leave it alone if it's haunted, but uh, <laughs> I just wanted to note that I don't know anything about it. Um, the video features mostly naked corpse looking models, some of which are decapitated. So critics describe the content of the video as weird and disturbing, and it drew criticism for its portrayal of women. The controversy resulted in a ban from MTV, and also due to the negative reactions, the video was removed from Kanye's YouTube channel. And it's Mm. unknown if it violated YouTube's policy against showing gory content or if Vivo took it down for the same reason. But Mm. either way, it's gone. Okay. So Nicki Minaj's verse on the track has been praised by fans and music critics alike with multiple celebrities rapping her verse in concerts or interviews. In January of 2016, singer Adele rapped Nicki Minaj's verse on the Late Late Show with James Corden during a segment called Carpool Karaoke. Y'all, mm-hmm. I, y'all know Carpool Karaoke, don't you? Yes. yes. And Nicki Minaj reacted to that with praise because Adele definitely killed it (laughs) which takes some skill but we already know Adele know what she doing out here she she got it she got it she got all the skills yes (laughs) and I do agree with with some critics that said Nikki's verse is the best one on the song um and her crazy kind of multi-personality style of rapping was really perfect for this Mm kind of creepy odd weird vibes that the song Mm -hmm. brings now, y'all, I sang this one, believe it or not, <laughs> at karaoke at my friend's bachelorette party. <laughs> now, I would say this song is for a more advanced karaoke or okay, because mm-hmm. rapping is hard and it takes a lot of lung capacity. So don't get up there trying to do this if you're not a rapper. Because I, I mean, clearly I'm not a rapper either, but we weren't like at a karaoke bar. We were back at where we were staying and she had a karaoke machine and a little microphone or whatever. So it was just us, just the bridal party doing karaoke. So I was okay to be like, hold on, I got to start. I got to breathe for a second. Right. <laughs> I could do that. Uh, mm-hmm. I would not attempt the song like actually at a karaoke bar because I don't have <laughs> those skills. But I feel like I was killing it for the, for just a little bridal party to the six or seven of us in the room. <laughs> I feel like I did it. But when I'm singing the song by myself in the car, I hit every lyric. Okay, y'all. I know 100% of the words. Mm. But for some reason at her bachelorette, I knew like 87%. Like they wasn't coming out. It's, it takes, rapping is hard. Rapping is hard. So that is a real skill that I don't have. But I do have the ability to learn lyrics. I just can't really say them fast enough. But I did pretty good. I did pretty good. After a couple of drinks, I think my 87% accuracy <laughs> was was pretty good because <laughs> we was a little tipsy when we did this. But there's video footage of that, too. I'm sitting on the couch with the mic in my hand, just going, just going off. I'm like, hey, that's my song. <laughs> so that is my fourth jam. Hey, <laughs> I love it, sister. And for the first time ever, we have a fifth jam that is a dual jam. A shared jam, if you will. Yes. <laughs> so this means because the playlist will have... be one jam short. But yeah, 
but still great. <laughs> yes, but still great. And we did this because we have both performed this song together. I don't know how many times. Yeah. And, so and I don't know if, if the living room counts at mom's house, then I really don't know how many times, but we done did it a lot of times. <laughs> a lot of times. For mom, per her request. <laughs> I felt like we just be getting it, boy. She acts yes. like we kill it every time. Can y'all get get up there and sing? <laughs> okay. So if we count those times, we've performed this at least 27 times at right. actual karaoke places and in my mama's living room. So, right so we sharing it we're sharing it and that jam is the boy is mine by brandy and monica a classic <laughs> stop <laughs> just go watch okay, romeo okay, and michelle okay. so y'all could be laughing too so y'all can laugh with the lady too, do this it is so hilarious you oh, gotta watch Lord. the whole movie go on and watch the whole movie yes. so you can get to the end and see that part huh. okay, okay. The Boy Is Mine is a duet by American singers Brandy and Monica. It was released as the lead single from both singers' second albums from 1998. Never Say Never by Brandy and the album of the same name, The Boy Is Mine by Monica. Inspired by Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney's 1982 duet, The Girl Is Mine, the lyrics of the mid-tempo R&B track revolve around two women fighting over a man. Now, the song received generally positive reviews from music critics and was the first number one pop hit for both artists in the U.S. and internationally. The Boy Is Mine became the best-selling song of the year in the U.S., selling 2.6 million copies and spent 13 weeks at the top of the mm. U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Mm. Insane. That is crazy. Yes. That is insane that it was number one that many weeks. That is 13 weeks. Now, the accompanying music video directed by Joseph Kahn starred the singers and Makai Pfeiffer. It was nominated for two MTV Video Music Awards, including Video of the Year and Best R&B Video. In addition, The Boy Is Mine was awarded the Grammy Award for Best R&B Vocal Performance by a Duo or Group and received nominations for both Record of the Year and Best R&B Song in 1999. Girl, so, now, let's get back to Makai Pfeiffer. And how I take used a to, moment there. How I used to feel about Makai Pfeiffer. <laughs> Girl, when I saw he was in the video, I almost fell out, just fell all the way out. But I bet you did. I bet you did. He was in the video. Okay, he was there. Okay, he was there. we Woo. seen him. I used to be crushing on him so hard, girl. But girl. this is our jam, y'all. Like this song was such a hit and so hot. And remember, remember, um, it used to be a thing, sister. On New Year's Eve, all the major mm. video music station would do like the countdown of the biggest hits. Yes. of the year you know and it was number one on all of them like BET, yes. MTV, VH1 like it was number one Man. on all of them I, I remember watching that. the video countdowns for stars, yeah like, you know that was good like stuff. we would like me you and mine we used to get ready boy and it would be yes. on all day all day loved it but yes y'all this is me and my sister Jam that gym. we have performed together and we shall continue to perform together. And we're going to take it perfect. on the road. We're taking it out. On, on the, the road. road. We're going to say that. <laughs> That's what we... Oh, we're going to 
we didn't talk about that. Shoot. Okay. Y'all, well, yeah, we take when, it on the when road. we perform, y'all, we call it <laughs> taking it on the road. <laughs> We're going to take that one on the road. We're going to only sing that. <laughs> only that is going on the road. We're taking that on the road. We got one song. We're going to do one like Jay-Z song. and Kanye did with uh, whatever I was talking about last week. <laughs> when right. they perform it 17 times in a night. That's going to be us. We're taking this on the road. Me and road. you. Road. And we perform it 10 times a night. There we go. <laughs> well, I guess that wraps up our karaoke jams. Yes. And now on to a shout out to some of our listeners and social media followers. Hey. Instagram follower and listener LMJ2189 was our first Instagram follower to correctly guess our episode topic from our hint reel from last week which was about our favorite jams on geographic locations. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Thanks you know for guessing you. correctly. And yes, we love you. You know who you are. <laughs> on Spotify in our Q&A for last week's episode, we asked you, what is your favorite travel destination? And what is your dream travel destination? And Miss Washington loves Mackinac Island. And my sister, that's me, Camille, she <laughs> loves Sydney, Australia, and she cannot wait to visit Hawaii. Yes, I can't. I also said that I would like to visit Ireland. And that is 100% because of how much I love the movie P.S. I Love You. I'm not mm-hmm. going to go watch if you ain't seen it. They just make Ireland look like such a great destination I want to go mm-hmm. with. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So you should go. I think I want to go to it. I don't like beer enough. I feel like you really got to be in a beer to go to Ireland. It's all about beer over there, it seems. But I can drink Jameson over there, Irish whiskey. It probably tastes better than the Jameson they be giving us. So see. Oh, okay. That's cool. If you could drink whiskey, that's cool. Mm -hmm. You know, that's my drink, girl. Everyone, please remember to keep responding to those polls and Q&As. We love to see y'all's input. We love to share it. Please submit your five-star ratings and reviews. As always, even if you just write a little bit in your review, it still counts. Please do that. Mm-hmm. There will be more shout-outs to come. And remember to follow us on our social medias at um, Facebook and Instagram at My Sister's Jam. And if you have feedback or suggestions, you can email us at mysistersjam at gmail.com. Is there anything else, my love? There is nothing else from me, sister. Bye. Bye.